Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, The Spectacular Now 2013. Yay! It's still March. Uh, this Women's History Month, we are still celebrating Shailene Woodley! <laughs> this is our second movie of Shailene Woodley Month, or Women's History Month. <laughs> <laughs> um if you haven't like thrown away this podcast in disgust um quick uh update IRL about me seeing teens IRL um I once again was walking around for work and yes I do have to go in person to work unlike you bums who get to work from home and I saw some upper east side teenagers as opposed to upper west side and the distinction is that they were all in school uniform. Jane, have you ever, um, you've never had a school uniform, right? You always no. went to school. Yeah. Public school. Uh, I've had like the Catholic school uniform and like a, I don't know, more contemporary school uniform that was just like a polo. <laughs> but mm-hmm. these uh, women, young women, young ladies were wearing the classic plaid skirt uh, plaid mini skirt school uniform and because it was winter i was looking at all their fashion choices <laughs> to like keep themselves warm and so some of them were wearing just the skirt no leggings or anything and like mary jane shoes some of them were wearing skirt tight sneakers there was just like a whole choice and i appreciated it uh i saw them making do with what they had I always wanted to have a uniform. I'm sure most kids who don't have a uniform have that like, ooh, but what if? But never did. Never got to wear the plaid skirt. I don't like there's a fashion trend of people wearing a plaid skirt like high fashion wise. But if I wore it, it would just look like a school uniform because I look young. <laughs> um, but there's something about have, getting to wear like a plaid skirt and tights and sneakers. I was like, they look so youthful and mm-hmm. uh, and I'll never be that again. Um, <laughs> uh, we are moving on in our discussion of Shailene Woodley's career. Some of you, yay, yay! Sorry, I got I'm so excited. Oh, she's so excited. <laughs> I got some, I got some messages being like, I can't believe you didn't mention this. I can't believe you didn't talk about this movie. And I was like, Did you not listen? Like, we're gonna sequentially <sighs> comprehension. <laughs> but we, but we love you. We love you. But don't stop listening. Okay, yeah, true. <laughs> Um, so her next movie after she did The Descendants was this movie, The Spectacular Now, that came out in 2013, uh, which she won, she won a special jury award for? I don't know what that is. Okay, I've never heard of it. No idea. Um, and it premiered at Sundance, uh, and she also got a nomination for the Independent Spirit Award. Everybody said she was great, you know, some critics said things like she makes the character her own um and i just wanted to pull out some uh, one one thing i read in a review of her which says <laughs> she makes the character her own with her level gaze and her scratchy little voice which i oh my which gosh. i don't think i don't think that's a compliment i don't like it no <laughs> 
Again, rude. <laughs> so rude. Her her scratchy little voice. Shailene, I hope you didn't read that. Um, some updates on the Aaron Rodgers situation, who I'm told is a real weirdo, by the way. Um, he says he's really excited about having children. And I and the way he framed it was a little weird because he was kinda like, Well, there's no football, so this is my next <laughs> adventure. Which isn't even true. They are playing football. I don't know. Um, so they're gonna have babies. And they'll probably Sweet. be really attractive. The other Shailene Woodley update I had is that yesterday she and Jodie Foster were in an Amnesty International video to send a message to President Biden to close Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. Uh, we love her. It's not every day a celebrity says close Guantanamo, you know? No. I think she's in some show with Jodie Foster. They're in like a, what sounds like a procedural drama detective thing. Oh, I thought you but... said they're like in a gay procedural drama. <laughs> I mean, also they cool. should yeah, be. Yeah. That, would, that makes perfect sense. No, I think it. That makes perfect sense. I think it's about Guantanamo the thing that they're in oh yeah. okay 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 so they're experts i mean it could be a procedural drama and be about guantanamo i don't know That's yeah weird. uh okay uh the spectacular now came out in 2013 lots of acclaim honestly mostly people just really like it teen or millennials like us seem to have very uh strong reactions to it jane can you tell me about when you first saw this I don't think I saw it until like four years ago and I've since this was my third viewing if that oh that probably clues clues the audience into how I feel about this movie yeah three and four years is a lot uh mm-hmm. I had never seen it before yay yeah I think um our producer Charlie really liked it as well um mm-hmm. as somebody who is like funny in high school <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of him a little while watching this, not gonna lie. Um, but I also uh, did some snooping around the internet, and basically people like to yell about whether they like the ending or not, and whether they think it's uh-huh. a good ending or not, which we can talk about. And then people also just like to yell about, which I thought was interesting. Some people were like, oh, really takes me back just makes me realize like how special those years were and i think this is like older people saying that and i'm like i don't (laughs) i don't think i felt that (laughs) yeah it's that's confusing to me as well also um i read that the book ending is different because this is based on a novel and i read that the book ending also is a cause of controversy oh i thought you were gonna say it was better do you know what it is? You can, you can, t- I, I actually I do. Why not? Okay, we can talk about I'll, that later. I'll drop that knowledge Okay, we can, we can, um, we can dive in. Okay, perfect. 18-year-old Sutter is writing a college application essay about a hardship he's experienced, his ex-girlfriend Cassidy breaking up with him. We see him drinking at a party, sneaking into a bar, and driving home drunk. He wakes up in a yard to see Amy, a girl in his grade who he doesn't know, standing over him. She's up early to go on her mother's paper route, and Sutter joins her so that he can look for his car. Sutter says it's unfair that Amy does most of her mom's work. He asks her to lunch the next day. Do you like Miles Teller? Yes. Uh, I, I'm so into me it. Me too. I, I loved Whiplash. Mm, I, keep, I haven't seen it, but I should. I keep almost saying Whiplash, which is <laughs> terrible. But I loved Whiplash, and I was really happy to see him. And I was also happy to see Brie Larson. <laughs> Yes, yes, this is early Brie Larson. Famously, Issa doesn't think Brie Larson is pretty. Okay, I don't. <laughs> Way to just fucking kick me out on the curb. Wow. I think 
she's perfectly I'm sure that she is beautiful in real life as well. I just think like compared to other actors, she's not my type. Um, okay, that's fair. Or you can say that I don't think she's that pretty. <laughs> um I but I think she is a very, very good actor. Um So good. I I did have one complaint in the start, which is why does Miles Teller's room look like a bar? Mm. I was like, man, no wonder this kid has issues with drinking. <laughs> yeah, his room has he's a drinking a. <laughs> he's just drinking a beer as he's writing this uh, essay. His, but wait, what his about room his room? Has his a... bar, like, okay, his room has like wood, like dirty wood paneling, like a bar, and then it also has a dartboard, like an actual dartboard, and then there they don't ever show us really like his bed. They just show us this table, and so it looks like. It's just a table and, like, maybe behind him is a bar. <laughs> okay. It's just the wood in the room looks like a bar to me. <laughs> um, I think I missed that. But he was <laughs> drinking a beer immediately, which is exciting. And we do have exciting. the trope of... <laughs> we have the trope of the college application question, which frames the entire movie. Totally. And um, another trope early in the in the movie is him trying to get his friend Ricky laid. He's like, Ricky, we're going to get you a girl. And his basically his efforts to get Ricky laid is what causes Brie Larson to break up with him officially. And I also liked there's a scene of him and Ricky sitting on the school steps Mm -hmm. and he is drinking his spiked soda. He kind of carries around the whole movie like a like a soda thing with alcohol in it and ricky is drinking from a juice pouch hell yeah i really (laughs) liked ricky (laughs) i just yes i thought he looked young uh unlike other teens in movies i thought he was a very real type of guy and he reacted rationally a lot of the this movie i would dare to say has good friend characters we can talk about that absolutely i totally agree a lot of the characters are super familiar Mm -hmm. um and another thing that they do immediately is they like introduce the serious issue of alcoholism. Yes. And I like that they, they kind of, okay. The book is from a first person perspective oh, and I haven't read the book, cool. but I feel like that sort of informs what the movie is doing a little bit, which is it feels lighthearted. The beginning of, of the movie feels lighthearted, but you know that even though Sutter isn't taking his addiction issues seriously, the movie is, And right before the title scene, he is driving drunk. Yeah. And, like, the music gets super ominous. Wait, what do you mean the title scene? Okay, the title scene is just going, The Spectacular Now! Oh. In all white font. (laughs) I thought you meant, like, a character was like, We live in the spectacular now. (laughs) (laughs) No, literally just when the title, like, flashes across the screen. Now I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And the music's like, major keys like da 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 and then like da 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 yes, and you're like yes. oh my I did I did catch that and I liked it I thought it was nice too to like move along and give us just like images of Sutter because it is kind of first person-y him saying like yeah I was I, I'm a pretty cool party guy and it just shows us <laughs> some party footage of them drinking and then like you know like them him and Cassidy hanging out it's just it's so relieving to see just stuff moving along at a nice clip without wasted B-roll footage because that's what all the Netflix movies do. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Great, great setting here. Um, I think Miles Teller has pretty fun, like, asshole acting. <laughs> like, mm. I think he's pretty funny. Um, my question to you was, 
and because 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 <laughs> uh you know we are now in our 20s have you ever 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 driven even a little bit not sober even by accident um probably i i'm like super anal and annoying about it mm-hmm. i i would say maybe never for alcohol ever but mm. i did hit a bong on the highway and immediately was like i have to get off wow. of the highway <laughs> and we t- we took the next like exit Wait. and we ended up <laughs> okay we ended up at uh an exit place that had a south of the border one of those like <gasps> terrifying like it's not just a restaurant it's like a whole slew of things and it was it was frightening. Wow, wow! This is a whole this is a whole other episode of the podcast. But whose idea was it to hit the bong like on the highway? Like, like I was dating a pothead, and was it like specifically they... the appeal of the idea of doing it on the highway? No, we oh, okay, were okay. just okay. No, okay. we were just smoked too much pot and were really stupid. Fun, like this movie. Um, oh. I when I was in when I was in veterinary school, um. We lived in a suburb because uh, the veterinary school was in a suburb, and it, it was it was really hard because I uh, I didn't live with my uh, significant other at the time, and you know we wanted to go to each other's houses and drink and uh, go to bars and stuff, but then you had to drive home, and I had never before that I had never been in situations where you would go out but then drive home, and so like once or twice I like I probably was more buzzed than I should have been and drove. Mm. Um, and I think in those situations, I, like, actually went too slow, and then, like, you're actually probably more likely to get pulled over by cops or more likely to, like, do something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, Overcorrected. But, yeah, but but something that was realistic to me about this was, like, well, they're, like, they're not in a walkable neighborhood. Like, they're, he's he's going to drive around. <laughs> Did you get that it was set in Athens, Georgia? So I read that, and I think when they talked to the director about it, he said, I actually don't really want it to be set, like, anywhere specific, but it's my hometown. And I was like, okay. That's what I read, too. I read, yeah, he was very much, like, basically, if you grew up in this neighborhood, you'll be like, oh, yeah, but otherwise you'll have no idea. Oh, interesting. What it is. He was also like, it could be any town. And I was like, not really. (laughs) You're, yeah, you're saying that because you grew up there. <laughs> it's supposed to be very much like a working class mm-hmm. slash, I mean, like, there's, like, a diversity of classes that are mashed together, but it's it's not near a city, and it's not, it's, like, not near anything happening. I could tell I that they say. were in the South because it was hot and also because of the sister, which we can talk about. Oh, yeah, um, I love her. Oh, I have a question. Okay. Which is... <laughs> Do you think Shailene Woodley looks like an Amy? Because this is the <gasps> second time in a row she has a character named Amy. Uh, I think that she looks like an Amy. I don't think she looks like an Amy the way it's spelled here, which is A-I-M-E-E. I, I think she looks like an A-M-Y. That's because Amy should only be spelled A-M-Y. Amy. Um, she, uh, immediately I'm like, she's the cute suburban teen I wanted to be, like, Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, why? Tell us more. I think just, like, she's the girl next door, but she's also, like, beautiful. 
Okay. What? This is something I didn't mention last episode, okay. but I feel like this is that what you said is exactly right and exactly kind of the pocket that Shailene Woodley like fit into, especially in her early career. I'm put her in my pocket of the girl <laughs> who's secretly beautiful. Yes. Of the girl who's like, wait a second, she's beautiful. Like that's I, what yeah. everyone says about her after like three conversations with her, scra- like, with her scratchy little voice <laughs> i feel so bad that that critic said that i hope she never finds out um honestly i was so sort of endeared to her in the first few scenes that i was like how will he be appealing to her <laughs> like he's kind of an asshole also like miles teller doesn't uh, purposely like doesn't really look good in these scenes like Ooh, oh, oh I, <laughs> okay never mind here's sorry here's the thing first of all i'm wildly attracted to him <gasps> second of all i think i like his character much more than you're supposed to like i think mm-hmm. that i am um i'm not sure what the the word is i just i just i just like him so much and mm. i like don't even get asshole vibes from the, him um i also knew someone who is wildly similar to okay. this character who i was in love with so he kind of reminds me of Walt a little bit in body type. And, yes. Oh, my God. And, like, I'm hair, tell him and that. like hair. Love that. And like hair. Yes. Um, and like schnoz. Like, does he have like a prominent nose? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. But um, what I meant to say was like, I don't know if you noticed that. Did you notice this in the start of the movie? There's like scars and shit on his skin, like the whole movie. Yeah. And they make it really prominent. And so I was like, he kind of looks beat up the whole movie is what I was going to say. Well, he, the actor, got into a really serious accident as at a young age. Like oh, those I didn't are, know that. yeah, he just like a really serious accident, and so there are, yeah, yeah they I clearly, don't know. I'm into it. I mean, I am. I think it's cool, but I think they like purposefully were like, this is like a beat up kid, and like also he's drunk a lot of the movie. <laughs> um, I do think that in general, like this movie absolutely lacks the shiny character characteristic that so many teen movies have like these people look like people and that's why it's so appealing yes um you really don't even get asshole vibes from him there's something can i talk about that in the next there's something wrong here okay keep going (laughs) something's wrong Sutter's friend Ricky says that Amy is a weird choice for a rebound, and Sutter explains he is just trying to help her out. He gets disciplined by his algebra teacher for not doing his homework and then runs to lunch, where Amy says she doesn't have any stories to tell about herself. He asks if she can tutor him in algebra. We see Sutter drinking on the job at a suit store. The next day, he goes to Amy's house, where he learns that she's into sci-fi and comics. He invites her to a party, and later Cassidy messages to say she misses him. I like that Ricky's wearing a Fanta t-shirt. <laughs> I missed that. What the hell? He's wearing a purple Fanta t-shirt. Oh, wait. You know why he is? Is Fanta a Coke product? Yes. The Coke factory, like the big <gasps> Coke headquarters is in Atlanta, Where Georgia, is right? Athens? Or wherever they are. It's is like it an hour Atlanta? from Atlanta. Okay. I might be... If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, yes, but I think Coke, it's like an hour away from The Coca-Cola factory's in Atlanta. I actually... I've like, been there. <laughs> I want to go because you can taste all the different... It's gr- they're gross. And yeah. You would like it. Yeah, I would you would like, like it because you would be like gummy bear coke. Fuck you. <laughs> we actually um I think Nate was able to acquire like coke with added caffeine, which is like insane. Oh. Yeah. Um I do think it's funny that 
I, I like the conversations that Ricky and Sutter have and how he's like, did you kiss her? And I'm like, did you get a little tongue action? <laughs> um, and I was going to ask you, did you French kiss on your first few kisses? Oh, that's such a good question. Okay. I didn't get like, okay. So my first kiss was when I was like, uh, 12 okay. but that was like a um, I, I almost think that's on the precipice of like being like a little kid kiss you mm-hmm, know what I mean mm-hmm. like it didn't 12, like it was yeah. after can I tell the story yes it was spin the bottle at summer camp <gasps> but we were doing cheek kissing and then because I liked this guy Chris I like landed on him and they were like you guys should kiss for real because you like each other and so we kissed and then I had an anxiety attack but oh. my and I never, I did, never spoke did to him you again. Know that, did you know that he liked you before that? Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then? But then, like, my real my real kiss wasn't until I was, like, 17, to be honest. And we did make out immediately, and it was after watching the Simpsons movie. <laughs> <laughs> Epa! <laughs> um, mm. I... Uh, my first kiss and real kiss was at, I was also a late bloomer. It was at, uh, 15, 14, 15. And, um, it was not with tongue, but I, I, I remember that period of my life because, um, my boyfriend at the time we started dating, um, he was like, so, so, so paranoid that he had bad breath and, oh. I mean, maybe he did, but, like, because he was so paranoid on top of it and so on top of it, he was just constantly, like, chewing gum and stuff. Mm. And after a while, I started to be like, I don't want to, like, taste, like, gum. Like, I just don't want to taste mint. Like, <laughs> I'm kind of sick of it right now. Um, wow. But it's But now when I, I think of just, like, the plain flavor of gum, like, not flavored any other flavor, that's, like, what I think of. So now I, I don't know, I, I like the classic pink bubblegum flavor rather than just the straight up mm. mint that's like really. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, Caitlin Deaver? Is that her name? Is Plays uh, Amy's best friend, Crystal. Girl in Booksmart. Kate, she's the girl in Booksmart. She's also just blowing up. I think she's going to be in the Evan Hansen movie as the main No, main the chick. other girl in Booksmart is the main oh. chick. Oh. Yeah. Beanie. No. Yeah. In Dear Evan Hansen? Oh, I'm thinking of something else. Sorry. I'm thinking... Oh, you're thinking of Marilee. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm thinking Marilee? of Marilee. Yeah. Oh, okay. wow. Wait, the book wait. smart girls are going far. They they totally are. Side note, Issa sent me a link to like a list of all of the musicals <laughs> that are being turned into movies. And it you never could stop scrolling. It's shocking. Yeah, it's a little alarming, honestly, because we're going to have to watch a lot of them. Um, okay, sorry. Also, that I girl... Didn't mean to no, no, no. That girl, uh, book smart girl, she's so short. <laughs> She is. She looks like, like a baby. Six years. She's six years younger than Amy. Maybe not six years. She's like four to six years younger than Shailene um, Woodley. Shailene Woodley. <gasps> yeah. So she's like a true teen. Yeah. Well, she and Ricky. I like that. I like that the extras in this movie and the side characters look like kids. Like. Yeah. She. I thought she that does. for sure. Um. We also get in this scene when they have lunch. We get like them looking straight into each other's face so we get like some mm-hmm. some shots of each other's face am i crazy and am i a rube or did they like pull off the no makeup look pretty well on shailene like Absolutely. obviously she is wearing makeup but like it just looks pretty good like it looks like maybe I... she could 
Maybe she's not. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious if she's... I mean, because obviously there's so much movie magic that I don't know about, but, like, she... Like, I think she has, like, a pimple that you can see, and, like, she does look like she washed her face, like, three hours earlier and maybe slapped on some sunscreen, you know? They probably gave her, like, the most expensive moisturizer and, like, eye cream (laughs) made of, like, endangered snails or something. (laughs) Like, they were like, okay, you get to have no makeup, but, like, every skincare product in the world. Um, Or we're rubes. Or Or I was like, am I a rube? And, like, she obviously has makeup. I don't know. Um, but did you notice that he basically asks her, what type of teen are you? <laughs> oh, Because he goes like, fun. he goes like, what's your story? And she's like, what do you mean? And then he lists like other types of teens. <laughs> mm, that's, that's a good um, point. And my question is that at that point in your life, if a cute boy oh. had asked you that, like, what would you have said? Like, oh, whether man. truthfully or just trying to be cooler than you were. Oh, geez. I think I probably... Oh, no. I guess I would have talked about being involved in school. And, like, maybe I would maybe try to stick to, like, a cooler club I was in. Like, maybe I would have talked about the newspaper club. That's cool. Or... That is um, cool. Tennis. Writer teen. Tennis teen. (laughs) What about you? Honestly, at that time in my life, like, my primary directive outside of school was horse girl teen and, like... It, uh, I might have tried to talk about something else, but that was, like, what I thought about at all times outside of school, so I probably mm-hmm. would have talked about that. And but you were off. a horse rider. You weren't just, n- not to say, like, you weren't just, like, a little freak who was, like, reading books about horses. You know about horses. You, like, rode horses. But I also was a freak who read books about horses. <laughs> yeah, but you had, like... <laughs> I don't think that's bad for the record. Wait, but you like, don't you think that some, like, you think that horse girls are like also people who you think that there's a ton of horse girls who like don't actually interact with horses. They're just like freaks about them. I assumed that was always the case. Oh, I because like oh, in my mind, I don't think of horses as like very accessible. Oh, I thought of I thought of people who like yeah who just like spent a lot of time doing horse girl activities. But you're right. I don't know. Um... <laughs> anyway, I I thought he was doing our podcast work for us. Uh, <laughs> I love his yellow Jansport so much. Yes, I wrote Did that you see too. That? It's so cute. Wait, can you hear this noise? Jane, not only did I hear that noise, but we actually stopped and are now recording 30 hours into the future. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. It's the future now. It's Sunday. Having those Sunday scaries. <laughs> yep. But you you wanted to take us back to why you, to something about Sutter. Yeah. Okay. So earlier I said that I feel like I don't think of him as like an asshole. I just, I have like purely positive vibes for him. And I think it's right to have some hesitation about him. And I just don't. And I'm so into him. And I think it's because, like I said, I was sort of in love with someone who reminds me of him so much. But I also think they just get his character so right. I love that he's super socially confident and that he kind of has these like adult social mannerisms of like handshakes and like saying people's names. He knows how to like make eye contact. He totally has that um, charming girls quality where he, he like is good at making girls feel like they're being listened to. And I just, I don't know. I it's just okay. Really like like he's not real. <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> what? You don't have to feel bad because it's not a real person. He's a little, like, I definitely um, also just had a note, like, yeah, he's so confident around girls. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought that was actually kind of interesting because he says really quickly in the start, I wasn't really much of, like, a cool guy until I dated Cassidy. So it's kind of interesting because it's like he had a lot of his whole personality through like becoming part of this couple popular See, couple I, I thought that that line meant i used to like fuck around until i met oh, cassidy okay which mm. which makes sense to me that he would be like a fuck boy a little bit yeah i mean he's a little too much of a smart ass <laughs> mm. but it For but, you. it, but you're For right your that but you're right that it's like very uh it's very it feels very real it feels like you know this mm-hmm. kid or mm-hmm. something like that um and i i mean i even feel that in the way he like talks to amy who's kind of like polar opposite she is just this like very pure girl next door who he didn't even notice like that's that's yeah. a part of like the meeting is that he just like didn't even remember that they go to the same school and she was like yeah i yeah, I do. <laughs> I know yeah. you. Um, yeah. I wanted to talk about, too, I like the scene where they go to her house because um, I thought there was a funny little brother scene because they come in and her little brother, her little kid brother is just like shirtless on the couch playing Xbox, <laughs> like with his chin kind of tucked in. And like, it's just very evocative of like little sibling for me. And then he's like, Sutter's kind of poking around at stuff in her room and he picks up like a Japanese comic and she's immediately like, Oh, that one's really weird. You don't want to pick that one up. I <laughs> just like yeah. nerd girl representation. I like. Yeah, I, I she, liked it. Yeah, she she very much pulls the like. I'm so weird for reading books, which <laughs> I don't love, but like I fully, I fully get it. Especially if you were talking to someone like Miles yeah. Taylor's character, you would you would be a little like, oh wait. Um, so I get it. And they also made her, did you catch that she was like, I only like to read sci-fi and something else. Like, it was just only- Mysteries. It only was like a two genres. Yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, <laughs> so you hate everything else. But yeah, that's how you know she's a real nerd. Um, but yeah, I mean, we can go on. I think from here we get to the party, right? Yes. Okay. At the party, Sutter tries to talk to Cassidy, but she quickly goes home with Marcus, her boyfriend. Sutter and Amy go on a walk, and Sutter lets her drink from his flask. She shares that she got into college, but that her mom won't let her go. Sutter says she needs to stand up for herself, and then they kiss. The next morning, he wakes up and remembers drunkenly asking Amy to prom. Cassidy invites him over, but she ends up crying because Sutter's drunk, and that they have... Oh, and they talk about how they have no future together. Sutter says he wants to live in the now. Uh, I had a question. Um, do you remember, or what was your experience with your first experiences with alcohol like in high school Ooh. or before? I don't know. Um, okay, I've told this story way too many times, but it was definitely drinking with my sister when I was a child. But, but later on, when I was sort of more like in control of the experience. I think it was drinking in my friend's finished basement, I want to say. Okay. <laughs> and, like, probably just, like, playing I- – I wish I remembered, but n- not nothing nothing very cool. And then I went to, again, a few, like, just not cool parties where we drank. I mean, they were fun, but, like, it was no ragers. So pretty, pretty low-key. What about you? Um – was it was it pretty easy to get alcohol 
when you were growing up? Um, I don't remember there ever being trouble getting it when we wanted it. Okay. But I but we never like we didn't want it all the time, so Um I think I I had friends that drank before me because they had older siblings and so mm-hmm. I feel like they were introduced through older siblings and then I um like for a while I thought I was allergic because I would get the classic like quote unquote Asian glow like red face when mm-hmm. I drank alcohol and I used to even get it worse than I do now so I thought I was going to die <laughs> mm-hmm. when I drank which is probably nice for like a young person to think right. um so I kind of stayed away from it for a while and then when I was uh, in maybe like ninth grade, moving to 10th grade or something like that um, in the Philippines and I was moving away, um, we just started having all these sleepovers and it was just like a time, we were like maybe 14 and it was just like a time that like my friends with older siblings uh, kept being like, do you want me to bring some liquor over? I'm like, Ooh. okay. <laughs> and um I didn't really get super fucked up on those nights because I would basically get the red face and then get really scared. But, like, mm-hmm. my friends did, and, like, we had, very we had like, various shenanigans of, like, us being hungover or, like, throwing up after sleepovers that, like, my parents were always just like, ugh. But, <laughs> but I think, like, my parents preferred us drinking at sleepovers to, like, drinking at parties, if that makes yeah. sense, because then you're just, like, home. Yeah. Um, so sleepovers were my first experience and it was it was super easy to get in the philippines because the drinking age is 18 and then also like the difference between like someone who looks 18 versus someone who looks 15 is like pretty hard to tell i guess so people just don't card as often (laughs) Mm. um i mean in this movie the extras look young i guess the main people look old like i think (laughs) i think brie larson and miles teller look old (laughs) yeah he Um, i i they they don't address how he gets his alcohol there is a scene of him just like drinking from the cabinet so like the boundaries with his mom maybe a little gray um and then he slips into a a bar at one point without an id so it 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 doesn't seem like he uses a fake id he just kind of like gets in yeah um and there's like parties where there's a lot of people drinking there's like a keg and i'm like Okay, I guess there's, like, an older kid at the party. Um, at We get to the party, and first of all, they're at a dam, Yes. Right? <laughs> Which Nate and I were both like, that rocks. Like, I want to go to the dam party. <laughs> it seems really fun. It seems really fun. I mean, he said don't swim in it because it's, like, sewage or whatever, but... Yeah. But it seems so fun to just be <laughs> out there, and, like, Cassidy's wearing, like, a crop top and a bra yeah um, or i assumed it was a bathing suit which is super fun to true, be like we true. can't swim there is no swimming but i'm going to wear this bathing suit top to show my boobs no there were some people swimming though it seemed like if you oh, were okay. stupid you could swim <laughs> um she also did you know that she was wearing bermuda shorts and like a yeah. lot of people in this movie were wearing bermuda shorts remember, yes, I did when, shorts. remember when that <laughs> i feel like that was a thing like a lot of girls wore bermuda shorts I don't recall that. <laughs> Maybe it's a warm weather teen uh, culture thing. Yeah, it's only it was only ever freezing in New Jersey. <laughs> Shailene Woodley, Shailene Woodley, also her hair did even more like psychic damage to me because it would just it just looked awesome. Like 
it looked like it's silky so and like beautiful and like blow dried and she just kept like smoothing it over her head <laughs> she's like 90 percent hair in this movie <laughs> um one thing i love about this section mm-hmm. is that she's excited about getting into college and she doesn't say which college she just says it's in philadelphia and i think it's I think it's super realistic that someone in her circumstances would be excited about going to college and, like, what that opportunity would mean for her rather than, like, I need to go to Stanford or whatever the to all the boys thing was. Like, I like that there wasn't a focus on, um, like, there was just no conversation about, like, which college mattered. So that was, like, very – it was very refreshing and very different from – many teen movies yeah i agree and i think like you're maybe made to think that like because she doesn't mention which college um maybe it's not like you pen <laughs> like right. but, which is good um my favorite thing about this scene is perhaps my one of my favorite parts in the movie which is the long single take conversation shot um, mm-hmm. which is them walking, taking a walk in the woods by the dam. I don't know. Yes. Where are we? And, like, I was like, when have we ever gotten a long single-take conversation in a teen movie? Like, that rocks. Yeah, um, and it feels just super natural. And, like, I think I read at one point he, like, bangs into a branch, and she, she like, kind of giggles and, like, is like, hey, you're standing under a branch. I, like, I read that that's improv. And it feels like so much of this movie feels improv even though i don't think it is it just feels super natural yeah we definitely wondered what was improv um and they they just like seem like they're falling in love i was like i think i'm in love with amy <laughs> like or i want to be i want to be amy <laughs> okay i have one flaw one flaw of this movie and i think i think that there's a solution to this and so i wanted to, to talk it out it's sort of implied heavily by ricky that it would be crazy for Sutter to start seeing Amy. Like, he's like, Amy is such a weird choice for your rebound. And I have trouble believing this, obviously, because she's beautiful. And so I guess I was wondering, is it crazy because Ricky is worried that Sutter is just leading her on and, like, treating her poorly? Or is he saying more that, like, Amy is too innocent for him or like not the right genre of girls like she's not popular or something and I think it it could have been good for me personally (laughs) if they just made this more clear because I'm like who wouldn't date her yeah I think it was either like her not partying or having sex or drinking at all Mm -hmm. or like was it a class thing because her family seems to live in just like a smaller house He's poor, too, though. His mom is a nurse working to double shift. Oh, yeah, true. They definitely played up that. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. We, But I think it was kind of realistic that Ricky just said that without any justification. <laughs> that's true. I think that's fair. And especially, like, if she was even, like, slightly um, nerdier, which she clearly is. Like, yeah. I could see a friend being like, her, dude. Do you so. think, like guys like this who are like the popular guys have more of like a squad of dude (laughs) friends do you know what i mean and not like one best friend who wears fanta apparel okay absolutely who's like and then his best friend is like what if she falls for you yeah (laughs) they're very these boys are very like emotionally advanced i would say and i think that most high school boys are scared of intimate like platonic relationships and i do think that they squat up usually and so uh, 
I don't know because Milo's my, what's his name Sutter Sutter is supposed to be like popular but we mostly see him hanging out with Ricky and so I, that makes me wonder if he's just like the guy that shows up to parties and everyone's like yeah dude <laughs> But, like, I think no he's also like him. maybe he is like a little bit of the class clown. Again, reminds yeah. me of our producer Charlie. I, I can just see thought that. I just thought it was really funny that Ricky was like, "And if she falls for you, what then?" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, <laughs> that was the only piece of dialogue that I maybe kind of laughed in the movie." Although I love that they hang out, um, like just like in the backyard. <laughs> like yeah. that scene was cute. Um, okay, and then we get to uh, he goes to Cassidy's. Um, and because she texts him like what does she text him like i miss you or something yeah. and he's like can i come over mm-hmm. um i'm at this point i'm kind of like what is your deal but i thought it was a really good scene for her and i thought it was like good um confused drunken crying absolutely <laughs> I, I thought it was really well done yeah i love that i love that she is like a real person and that she's not um she's not even like uh she's not even like a a direct opposite of Shailene's character like she's just her own person who was probably really in love with him and like is seeing all of these flaws and like wanting to escape from this little little town too she's not like a huge bitch basically which is what the other girl usually is true and she's not like so she kind of sees that he doesn't really care about the future and just, like, wants, um, you know, to party. But she doesn't kind of say, like, you're such a failure because you don't want to go to college. I mean, she she kind of gives him shit for not having a plan. Mm-hmm. But it is sort of this good mixture of, like, her knowing, like, she's going to college because she has a plan. And, like, he doesn't – he's not going to college and that's, like, a symptom of him not having any plan. It's not, like, right. his whole personality um and like teen movies now like don't really have that sort of level of decision making about it maybe it's it's either because hollywood just decided to focus on richer kids or because like Mm -hmm. more kids like are pressured to just automatically go to college now because it's harder to get a job like even when you do go to college so like i don't know i don't know if it's just like hollywood just has richer upper middle class kids now or if we just see that less that that kind of like decision making within like um one class of students all from the same town like they are all mm-hmm. kind of making different different decisions about where to go and like for Cassidy her college decision is like i mean this is kind of a spoiler but hers is like also where she wants to go and whether she wants to go really far away from that town or not um and that's kind of interesting too um but yeah i liked her <laughs> i liked her drunken crying i thought that was pretty convinced. I, I think Brie Larson looks kind of old in this movie, but I think she, like, did a good job. No, it's not because I think she's uggo. <laughs> You're like, she's why. old, but it's good. No, I think she, like, looks more like a 25-year-old than than the others, but, but I she do does. think... She does look older, I agree. I do think she she acted well, and that was fine. <laughs> okay. Should we move on? <laughs> yeah. Marcus barges into the suit shop to ask Sutter how to be the fun one. And when he leaves, he says, you're not the joke everyone thinks. Crystal gives Sutter shit for ignoring Amy, and then he invites Amy to dinner with his wealthy sister. At dinner, Amy reveals that her dad died from a drug overdose and that she dreams about living on a horse farm and working at NASA. Although Sutter tells Ricky that Amy will be over him in a month, 
They're getting closer and have sex. He admits that his mother kicked his father out and won't tell Sutter where he is. They both agree to stand up to their moms. Um, <laughs> I, I, at this point in the movie, I was like, am I Marcus or am I Amy? Because, because um, I also want to live on a horse farm and work a nice STEM job. <laughs> but, but also, I think, like, something about Marcus's little scene, which, again, like, this actor doesn't get that much screen time, but I really liked. Um, he just, like, is trying so hard, and he kind of tells Sutter, like, how do you do it? Like, everyone just likes you. And, like, mm. Sutter's like, what? You're, like, you're such a, you know, you're, like, class president or whatever. I don't know. It's implied Marcus is, like, really popular as well, but kind of in a, like, successful way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, I don't know. It, it touched something in me of being, like, yeah, he just, like, tries so hard and, like, wants so badly for, like, a lot of people to like him. And it comes from, like, effort and not, like, effortless charm, which is a little mm. more of, like, what Sutter does. Oh, um, interesting. So you, of all the characters, you were like, I'm Marcus. <laughs> he just really, I mean, that's like the mark of a good scene that like, I was like, wow, this guy is like a certain type of guy. <laughs> yeah. No, it is good. All the characters are treated with respect. Okay. Totally. Another thing I really like is the dynamic of his sister being wealthy. It's his sister married a lawyer. And there's a joke at the dinner scene where he's like, and she's never going to work again. And I think that there's like this underlying theme through this movie that's about teen love, about like escaping poverty and like, or escaping your hometown. And like, in a way, his sister got out and now she's in this like weird Southern, (laughs) it feels so Southern. I don't know. Yeah, um, with, um, what's her name? <laughs> the girl who's in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Wait, oh is God. that the, si- the sister's actress? Yeah, shit, I don't remember her name. I don't, I didn't recognize her. <laughs> um, yeah, but she, I also think it's interesting because, like, there's just all these interesting men in his life and he's kind of figuring out who he wants to be. So there's, like, the sister's husband who's, like, douchey but, like, lives kind of a sweet life and she doesn't mm-hmm. have to work at all. And, like, his dad is, like, not around, but, like, Sutter kind of idealizes him and sees his mom as kind of a drag just because she's being a normal Mm. mom. And then, like, other people in his life are, like, Cassidy's, like, oh, I want you to be more serious. And Marcus is, like, you're the man. And, like, everyone likes you. So he's just, like, getting all these mixed messages about, like, how to be. And, like, and then, like, Amy just, like, is, like, I have a dream of living on a horse farm and working for NASA. Yeah. <laughs> she, she has like okay, at this point in the movie I'm like she she definitely has like strong um manic pixie dream girl vibes, but mm. I, I am glad that they gave her they gave her some like interesting depth to it, I guess, like a different a, a specific flavor of girl like that. But I do think they they lay it on a lot that she's this like dreamy kind of out of this world beautiful yet girl next door like (laughs) i think that's a good conversation to have and like i i wonder if she's i have to think about that more like because she has her own storyline and she's not fully convenient for sutter because of what happens later but let's talk about the sex scene yeah i mean i i was gonna talk about that in terms of amy too like She's kind of, like, this adorable, like, it's, like, a, a very sweet and, like, pretty, I think, kind of realistic one. Yeah. Um, I said that. I think it's about as realistic as you're going to see for, like, a, especially because it's, like, her first, her first time 
And that can totally get, I don't know, when dealing with, like, losing virginity, I feel like stories go psycho, and they don't. I think, like, it was a really good, you know what I was thinking about? How we were, like, so dissatisfied by To All the Boys and, like, how something, like, sweet and heartfelt like this could have been really nice. I mean, it didn't, mm-hmm. have, it didn't even have to be that long. But, like, there's no, you know, value judgment in, like, whether it, she should be having sex right now or not. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it was just nice. She does, like, especially in this scene, I was, like, she she kind of acts like an adorable, giggly, like, dream girl that mm-hmm. I feel like I tried to channel as a girlfriend when mm-hmm. I was in high school and college. Like, I don't know. There was just something about the scene that, again, I was, like, oh, it's, like, Manic Pixie Dream Girl. But I will say... In a lot of these scenes, I'm like, are we seeing what's really happening? Or are we seeing Sutter's point of view of how he, like, you know, thinks she is? Interesting. Because um, we know that there's, like, real shit going on in her life. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But I but I liked it. I mean, other other thoughts other thoughts about that scene? I mean, I, I, I don't know. There's just something special. And when you said, when you said to all the boys, it reminded me of this, which is they seem like friends. Like, they just seem to like each other. And I feel like maybe into All the Boys, it was more about this, like, in love lust, which is totally important. But, like, being friends with someone that you have sex with for the first time is, like, that's the best. Like, that's the best thing you can do is have sex with someone that you are friends with. Yeah, uh, and it's, like, at a certain level. The, like, first time like that is, like, a little awkward and it's like funny and you're like giggling and both of you are like making little jokes sometimes and like yeah I loved that it's one of the like I don't know like warm feeling uh losing virginity scenes that I can remember like you know because so often in like movies it's like some fucking disaster happens or something that's so Um, true yeah Yeah, they could have taken it in a in a different way and they didn't also the only thing that really didn't seem realistic is that, like, and this is probably a contractual thing, which is she didn't have her, like, boobs totally out. Mm. But, like, right before, that, like, they were kind of, like, kissing and looking at each other. And then they're, like, we're having sex. <laughs> and then she, like, takes her bra off by herself and he, like, never looks at her boobs. And I'm, like, That's dude, not even, if you, even if you had sex with, like, ten girls, <laughs> you would, and if you're 18 years old, you're going to be, like, Hey, Can I take boobs. off your bra? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like, take off the bra. No, I'm just kidding. Let me see the boobs. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, I did think it was cute when she like crossed her arms and she was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> he does say like, it's awesome about her body. <laughs> There's a lot of awesome. The word awesome is used a lot throughout this movie, <laughs> which, which is I think real. is maybe it is real and like maybe maybe slightly dated. Although I yeah. use the word awesome, I think I again I wonder how much is improv because there's a lot of like little comments like that that I'm like was that in the script? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think there's another scene coming up too um, at the prom that I felt like that. Shall uh, we? Yeah. Okay. At prom, Sutter gifts Amy a flask. She later asks him to move to Philly with her, and he says yes, even though he seems unsure. Sutter asks his mom for his dad's phone number, but she refuses again, and he says, no wonder he left you. He gets the info from his sister, and he and Amy drive out to see his dad. It's clear that he's bad news, and Sutter learns that his mom didn't kick him out. His dad left on his own. Eventually, he ditches them. On the drunken drive home, Amy says she loves Sutter, who then says she's lying. While they're arguing, they almost get into an accident. 
after which Sutter yells at Amy to get out, saying that he is bad for her. She gets hit by another car. Um, I forgot I had a question about the last section that I wanted to ask okay. you about the sister. <laughs> Have you and a BF ever interacted with your sister and her friends? <laughs> like that awkward yes. dinner? <gasps> okay, wait. Not awkward, Um, but I did have... <laughs> I think Walter has only hung out with Annie once and Annie came to DC and um, I don't think I can share some of the details of what happened, (laughs) but in DC, there's a thing, (laughs) there's a thing called jumbo slice, which is what you eat like drunken food. And I have a picture of me eating one. Perfect. I just remember my sister getting a jumbo slice and almost immediately dropping it cheese down on the pavement. <laughs> no, that pizza is like as big as my head. It rocks. But it, it was actually, that was a very positive moment. And I remember her, okay. like, her like saying to me, like, I was like, oh, do you like him? And she was like, oh, yeah, he's great. And Aww. that was very, you know, it's always nice to hear that. Yeah, not an awkward dinner where your sister was dressed no. really fancy for some reason. Right. Um, I remember a time I felt awkward hanging out with my older siblings, friends, and it was um, a while back. My brother used to live in Chicago, and he lived in, like, Wicker Park, like, center of hipstery Chicago, and he, like, invited um, me and Nate over to, like, just hang out for the weekend or something, and... We stayed with him, and we went out with him and a few friends. Um, I don't think he was dating anyone at the time. And it was just these, like, gorgeous hipster girls that were, like, very skinny, very tall, like, just very, like, alternative. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm using the word hipster a lot, but, like, at the, it was, like, peak that time, that, mm. that aesthetic, I feel. And I think I was in college, yeah, I was in college at the time, and I just felt so, like, I don't know, in college, you get into a rhythm where you're suddenly just wearing leggings as pants and, like, boots all the time and, like, <laughs> not really <laughs> not really paying attention. And then I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to do well in my 20s. Like, I do not look like these women. I don't know what to talk about. Like, I just felt super, like, me and Nate were, like, children. Um, mm. It was just a weird feeling. Like, we had no idea what the fuck we were saying. Um, but now, like, that's it's not so much like that. And I think it's because we're now both not in college so maybe it was just like a life stage thing you know absolutely Um, yeah because my sister is six years older than me and we're there there's just been certain I would almost say up until like three years ago we were way too far apart to like have any overlap mm. and as we get older like there's more and more and more overlap totally and I feel anyway but (laughs) and I feel this sister I was gonna say like this sister is just like dressed fancy all the time and he doesn't really like I guess like he kind of you kind of see the difference between him and the sister that like she's moved on but Mm -hmm. I'm like why does she literally have to be in like a designer dress in every scene yeah and Um, he and and he and uh, Amy are like very dressed down like very dressed down so it's the juxtaposition is strong yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about prom. Okay, yeah. one thing I noticed, which is, first of all, it looks great. It lo- they're having so, so much fun. So many freaking proms. Okay. I love I love that, like, it's a low-key prom. He doesn't have a, a limo. It makes sense. They're not they're they're not wealthy. Not everyone yeah. has a freaking limo it's a, prom. It's a chill experience. And it's also small, which makes me wonder how he didn't know her. He's like, he oh, didn't know her name. And there are like yeah. 40 people at the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think he's kind of an asshole. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> you're you're again like seeing past it. <laughs> it's okay, he's not real. Um when he sits back down and is like, "God, this is so awesome." I thought that was so funny. You did. It, <laughs> no, I mean I like I like it, but it's like I think the character is funny for being like it, it is like a high schooler just having the time of his life. Yeah. And you can kind of look in, like, as someone who's not at prom anymore and be like, yeah, I would have said that too, but it's just, like, so cute. But it's also <laughs> a little sad because yeah, yeah. he, you can just tell that Sutter wants to do this forever. forever. Like, that's yeah. exactly his point is, like, he doesn't want to be an adult. Like, he wants to be at prom for the rest of his life. What do you think about Amy... Asking him to move in with her after they yeah. had just, like, been dating for, what, a few months? No idea. I was pretty, like, worried about it, but I also think that she kind of made it seem more chill than, like, maybe I would take it. Because she was just kind of like, drive to Philly with me and, like, do whatever. Like, yeah, <laughs> she didn't even say, like, go to college or, like, get a job and, like, live. To- she was just like, whatever. Come <laughs> hang out in Philly. And it's really cheap. And I was, I felt sad because I think, like... Before major cities were that expensive, you could just kind of do that. Like, mm. You could just like whatever. I'll I'll be a waiter. <laughs> like yeah. Um, it made me actually kind of sad because I was like, in some ways, like, uh, that that level of just striking out on your own is is just so hard now. It's yeah. So, so, like people obviously rich. still do it, but yeah, it's just oof. Um. But, I uh, do think it was oh, pretty, like, badass of her to ask him. Yeah. Like, on one hand, I was kind of like, she is, like, yeah, I was kind of like, oh, girl, like, ah, yikes. But on the other hand, I was like, good for her. Like, she is saying what she wants more than she was at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I simultaneously feel like, oh, I'm worried for this girl because she, like, she's never dated anyone and she's super wrapped mm-hmm. up in this guy. But I kind of just, like, like that she's just going for what she wants. And so that sort of contrast with him makes you like her even though she's like making probably some rash decisions you're like oh at least she'll like do them and like learn versus he doesn't really (laughs) i don't know he does he like does the same things a lot and maybe doesn't learn as much and so like that that makes me happy and like maybe you know maybe prior to this movie the reason that she just kind of didn't do a lot of life experience things was that she was just helping her mom a lot Mm -hmm. um yeah have you uh, my question to you was have you ever looked around at a party or other sort of event and said this is awesome i love these people (laughs) okay i absolutely have yes (laughs) i used to Ugh. when i lived in dc i lived in a really awesome and by awesome i mean very shitty apartment in um columbia heights and we would have parties all of the time. And it was the kind of parties where it was like pregame, like, come, we're going to go to the bar. And then no one would leave. Maybe yeah. people would leave at like one. And by then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. But we would have so much fun. And I feel like maybe because, you know, pandemic, it feels more fun than it was. Totally. But I totally had moments of just being like, yay. Yeah. I'm having so much fun. Yeah. What about you? Um, I feel like a lot of, yeah, I'm, my my memories of like hanging out in my 20s at someone's house I feel like are like that and um in vet school we used to just hang out at each other's houses a lot because we lived in a suburb and then also I would visit Nate in the city and we would hang out at his friend Derek's house or apartment um 
and like smoke and watch America's Next Top Model. Wow. Um, <laughs> that was like a common activity for some reason. But but it was just like nice to be indoors in the cold in Boston and mm. with people you like. Um, and I feel like when I, um, when I did like acapella stuff, there was very much like, I'm surrounded by people I like and we're all like young. Um, but yeah. And then, uh, and then I like that right after the prom scene, we go right ahead to the dad scene because to me it kind of feels like here's like the fun young part of life. Here's the scary adult part of life. (laughs) Like I kind of liked that. It's hard to watch this part because you you just like know what's you know what's happening like there's no it's not a surprise that he's a, he's a jerk the second you meet him he's just a skis ball and it's so hard to see you know Sutter's little heartbreak it's also the guy from Friday Night Lights yes <laughs> yeah and he's I, good he's good in it he's so I was watching this and I was like he's so good yeah and I like, I like how he's... he like he picks up his little like hoochie mama at the bar. <laughs> Mama. She's good too. She like has a great face for it. I like that a, he's like a weathered face. <laughs> I like that he's like, oh shit, my son. <laughs> um and I like, I mean, because I like the guy from Friday Night Lights, I also just like that he's kinda like scruffy and like looks like a drunk, but also is like charming. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And hot enough to be Miles Teller's dad. Right. Okay, Miles Teller. Yes. Miles Teller's dad. Okay. Miles Teller's now, father. This was your first time watching this movie. Yes. So how did you feel about the car accident situation? Oh, I uh, I actually freaked. Like, I didn't um, expect it. I think they do mm-hmm. a good job with hitting you with the surprise. Also, at that point in the movie, we kind of thought it was just going to be a conversation in the car. So mm-hmm. Nate like got up to do something else, and then and then and then they fought, and then she got hit, and I was like, mm-hmm. ah, you know? <laughs> so we had to rewind it. Um, I think she does a really good job of having a reaction to getting yelled at. Like mm-hmm. she starts being like, "What the hell? Like what the fuck? Why are you yelling at me?" And then starts crying, and I really liked it. Um, I did like you know I felt like really sad and. And a lot of people online make, like, a meme out of this, but she's, like, not mad at him afterward. Yes. Um, But something I'll point out that other people may not is that, like, my mom's nightmare is that I'll get sideswiped like that. Like, my mom has probably been more afraid that I'll get sideswiped like that than getting hit, like, head on by a car. She's just, like, anytime we've been, like, by a street, she's, like, you'll get sideswiped and, like, pulls me in. Wow. (laughs) So it was, like, confirmation of... My mom's fear for me. <laughs> anyway. Why? What, like, does she have trauma around this? In the no. No, I think. Okay. It's like someone just told her that happened or maybe she watched this movie and she was like, shit. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things about this made me really sad and you're kind of waiting for, you're like, fuck, this really sucks. I'm fucking ready for this night to end because you're just so sad for them. Mm-hmm. Like when they were struggling to pay the tab for the dad, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then this happens. <laughs> yeah. So car accidents in movies and in books can be annoying, I think. And I but I really like it here and they they sort of foreshadow the the just drunk driving oh my God. as an yeah. issue the entire I mean it's just an issue the entire movie. And so I I do think that like the switcheroo of her getting hit by another car 
is like earned and, and makes sense. Um, and yeah, it's really hard to see Sutter being like, you don't love me. Like, it's so, you're just like, this kid is struggling. And okay, I was going to say this later, but I'll say it now, which is like his essay about the hardship. Like he kind of, the movie kind of suggests that he hasn't had hardship in his life, that like he is his own problem. But I think your dad leaving you as a yeah. child is very traumatic. And totally. I don't know. I heart Sutter. <laughs> and his dad seems to be at least a little bit of, you know, too, too into beer as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Big time. My question was, have you ever shared pitchers of beer with a parent? <laughs> Ooh, no. My parents do not do not drink in, in fun ways. No my offense, dad, guys. <laughs> my dad will drink beer with his buds, but I'm, I've personally never been at a table and a pitcher of beer with him. Yeah. He also turns bright red as well which is very funny. <laughs> Wait, you know, I just remembered an alcohol story that I'll share, which yeah. is my father is my father is like a project man, which I have an inher- I've inherited this trait, which is that he just like gets really into something and quits. And I guess like 15 years <laughs> okay. ago, he got really into winemaking. And so, when I was in high school, my basement was full of bottles of wine. However, my wow. parents don't drink. My parents barely drink. And so whenever I was going to uh, an ev- event where, like, alcohol was expected or whatever, I would just take a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I that's that's awesome. And also now your answer is, yes, alcohol was easy to get for me. That's true. There um, you go. And that's also why I probably hate wine, because I drank a bad version of it. I, um, I, wine makes me react more than any other alcohol, actually, so mm. I don't drink a lot of it. Um, my dad will will always like insist on like celebratory specific drinks. Like he'll be like, "We have to have champagne to celebrate," <laughs> you know, like New Year's or whatever. And sometimes we'll be at a place and they'll be like, uh, "Is wine is like you know whatever prosecco okay?" And he'll be like, "Hmm, prosecco. Like how much is that like champagne?" And I'm like, "It's fine. <laughs> it's fine." <laughs> but he just like gets an idea of what you should be drinking at that moment, and he's like, "We should order this." So you're saying um, he's fun. Your dad is so fun. He's like, he likes to have an, he likes to set up an occasion, which is like me, actually. Like, you kind of hold on to specific that. traditions. But he only really drinks beer with his buds. Like, mm. my mom doesn't really drink at all, actually. Um, yeah. And then my dad drinks beer with his buds. Um, but anyway, I, I just thought about to ask you that because I was like, wow, they're, they're really uh, ordering multiple pictures. <laughs> oh yeah he's like um, drink up. and then them struggling to pay it made me so sad like for some reason that because he's like oh wait oh i guess yeah sure i'll get the tab like the fucking dad oh, oh, what an asshole fuck that dad um yeah uh i was pretty sad for sutter when he was like lashing out in the car because like we've all sort of known that awful conversation um and like again amy reacts to it the way i probably reacted to it in those moments like why the fuck are you yelling at me yeah um yeah anyway don't get sideswiped everyone <laughs> don't let my mom watch this movie she'll get even more scared <laughs> you move on all right amy's arm is broken but she's not upset at sutter 
<laughs> At graduation, Sutter turns down a drink, and Cassidy tells him that she's going to California with Marcus. Although his boss likes him, he fires Sutter because he can't promise to stay sober. Sutter drives past the bus station and watches as Amy leaves for Philly without him. He goes to a bar where he commends himself for saving Amy, but then he drunkenly drives into his mailbox. He breaks down, and his mother comforts him, saying that he's nothing like his father. The movie ends with him writing his college essay, uh, saying that his biggest hardship is himself, and that he will stop living only in the now. He drives to Philadelphia to see Amy. The entire internet was freaking out that she wasn't pissed off after the car broke her arm. That makes sense. I think... think There's a lot of memes about it. There should have been at least a conversation. Like, I can see Amy being apologetic, like overly apologetic, or not apologetic, uh, accepting. I can see her being kind of passive about it. But for that not to wake you up to either, like, he is drinking too much or yeah. or just something, something is wrong. And they don't even talk about, like, they don't even talk about him not saying I love you back to her. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, she kind of, yeah, I feel like I wouldn't have noticed it if the internet hadn't <laughs> sort of primed really? me okay. because like, because it's not like he knew that she was going to get sideswiped, although my mom would say he should have, <laughs> like they were in the middle of a fight and she was probably more preoccupied with like continuing where they left off there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. But- my question to that. you was, did you have any graduation drama or any, like, unfinished business around graduation? Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, do you have a story? no. Okay. So, okay, not really. Okay. <laughs> okay, this wow. is not the story you wanted, but I had a lot of issues with um, my eyes in high school from wearing contacts <laughs> and a week. This is fully my fault. Don't sleep in your contacts, people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A week... Before my graduation ceremony, I got a corneal ulcer and or, or just like some sort of irritation and cut Fuck. in my cornea and my eye was swollen shut and I had to give a speech at graduation <gasps> and it literally, it opened like the day before. And so I look, what do you mean it almost opened? like my eye, my eye, oh. my eye was like swollen. <laughs> Your um, eye so I, I look, I think I look like 99% normal in the pictures and stuff because you're far away yeah like people aren't gonna like be up in your face at least yeah and it's it's fine um but as for like personal (laughs) drama no I don't think so what about you um I had an iconic like dramatic personal drama scene which is that for a large portion of my senior year like my ex-boyfriend and I just had a lot of drama because we were in the same friend group And so it was really hard to, like, and I I started dating someone after that. And so it was really hard to, like, be at hangouts together. And he was super broken up about it. And he would just kind of, like, honestly, like, ruin hangouts because, like, Mm -hmm. he would, I don't know. But, but, like, we both felt bad that we couldn't just, like, figure it out for, like, the sake of hanging out with our friends in senior year. Um, And, like uh he like both of us sort of got what we wanted in terms of like what to do after college so like he oh my god this is like so revealing he wanted to be a pilot his dream was to be a pilot and he got into flight school and like I got into college (laughs) you know (laughs) I want to go to college um and so on the last day like on on graduation day 
as everything was finishing up and people as in as we're waiting to like get picked up me and like my friend had come to graduation and like we're waiting for like my mom to come get us in the car um she gets out of the car and then like I turn around and he's like coming up to me to like talk to me and I was kind of like fuck it like I don't want to deal with this drama anymore and like turned and got in the car and like shut the door and like refused to like let him like get closure yeah it's (laughs) like fucking stone cold bitch like uh funny enough like my friend who was with me was like hell yeah Issa (laughs) like fuck fuck this guy but but my mom because she got out of the car took pity on him and he apparently like kind of said to her like i just wanted to like talk to her one last time or something like that and then she like got in and drove us away but like that was wait have you spoken to him since not really no (gasps) i like visited one time after when i was in college already and like we kind of were in the same room with like a bunch of other people but we haven't like talked one-on-one wow and and never about like that day and i i kind of feel bad but i'm also like kind of whatever i felt in that moment was fine like i'm i was a teenager like it's whatever you know, okay, that's a great story, but um, a one reason why I definitely can't really have graduation, like, a moment like that is because of Project Graduation, which we've talked about, which is after everyone graduates, we go and then hang out with each other for 12 hours. Fuck, so there, yeah. So there's not any, like, big climactic moment. I mean, I there could remember... be one at Project Graduation. True, true. I mean, again, not for me. I was not exciting, but I do remember that <laughs> that there was a hypnotist... project graduation and one of the girls like started he gave her some sort of prompt yeah and she started to like lift up her shirt and he had to be like whoa 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 wake up wake up (laughs) 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 okay that shit is weird anyway what would you have done would you have like turned around to reconcile with your ex who kind of like made your friend group miserable the entire senior year you made the right choice okay cool (laughs) Yeah, you got a clean break is I was just like, whatever, man. Like, I don't want to have another conversation about this dumpster fire of an ex-relationship. Like, let's just leave. Let's leave. Yeah, sometimes that's the best. That's the best Um, My other note was uh, that Cassidy maybe became my favorite character here. I don't know. I just liked... I liked their their last closure conversation, which I denied totally. my ex, um, <laughs> and how she just like decided to go for it and go to California um, with this guy, and she like doesn't really hold a lot of animosity to him, but just like can't make it work with him. Yeah, absolutely. I I love that because like she still has feelings for him, but they're just they're they're done. Their relationship is over, and she tells him that he can't come visit her, which is so mature it's good yeah Fuck. And like, it sounds it, like what i should have done i should have had this co- <laughs> this is literally what i should have done instead of like just turning around and leaving but whatever <laughs> um okay oh. a part the part that the only part that made me cry and again this is Aww. this is my third viewing was his boss played by bob odenkirk <laughs> his boss uh, yeah. telling him there, there's this moment where his boss is like, if I was your dad, I would give you words of advice. And he's like, if you were my dad, you wouldn't have to. Yeah. And just thinking, like, thinking about that makes me emotional. It's, it's so, so sad. It's so good. And it's so, like, people like this kid. And that's the thing about addiction is, like, 
you you can't it doesn't matter how much you like someone or care for someone like if they are dealing with addiction like you can't save them and uh, yeah i mean they they do that honestly addicts are often very charming people personable people um i wrote imagine being fired by baba (laughs) i also wrote i also wrote what if he was like sutter i like you but like i got you know i have to keep this sore going like we can't like your drunkenness is bad for business and i need to provide for my little women yes (laughs) i know uh for the marches sorry son Okay, here's my question, kind of to, to end everything, which is what happens? What happens at the end? What happens after this movie? Oh, I think, so for the listeners, if you haven't seen this movie, go see it. It's a giant spoiler, but, you know, he has a great scene with his mom, and then, like, he goes, He his sister looks fancy again, and then, um, and he goes to find uh, Amy in Philly. I think he, like, what I would like is for him to, like, try to live in Philly. Not with her, but just, like, try to live in a city. Um, but probably if that happened, he would probably slip into alcoholism again. Because mm. it's really hard to beat alcoholism without a support network. And his mom and his sister are great for him. And Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> Um, and, like, despite all his shenanigans with girls, like, he really has this, like, loving mom the whole time. And, like, I like the scene with his mom. Like, that one made me want to cry because, like, he has all these interactions, like, with women throughout the show. And then, like, her only scene before this really is her kind of nagging him and being like, can you not, like, can you, can you fold my, (laughs) can you hang up my scrub top? Like, what the hell? And then, like, in this scene, it's like, yeah, the whole time, like, she was, you know, there for him and like helping him just providing for him and like being the person to say like no you are a good person and like i believe in you yeah and he kind of treated her like shit yeah and he wasn't like doing charming bits with her or whatever (laughs) well it was there was a cute moment at the that i really liked at the very beginning right at the point that you said when he like (laughs) he didn't fold her shirt and she was nagging him and he was like but i love you so much and and so like he is like he is so he can get away with that like he he treats his mom like shit but he gets away with it um what do i think happens yeah I guess I'll say what I would like to happen, which is that he is just there to apologize and, like, have a Oof. have a conversation with her and be like, I wasn't good for you and I should have told you that and, like, supported you in a different way. And then he can go, go home or go work somewhere or just get his stuff together and maybe they stay in touch and maybe they date later. But Ugh, she definitely needs to date, date some other people Oof. and um and yeah so the thing is like (sighs) if he was just coming to apologize then they would have just shown us that and ended the movie there like the fact that like they focus so much on her face when they see each other and then like it ends as they're about to talk like it's supposed to be this like here's the new beginning right right "Uh," and i think like you're supposed to feel nervous (laughs) like um i kind of like that her she and like again shailene woodley our girl doing some great acting like it's a little hard to interpret if she's happy to see him or not. And maybe mm. she's not 100% sure either. Mm. Um, and I like that a lot. But a lot of people are, like, pretty pissed off about this ending. Did you know that? Did you? Okay. Did I say what the ending is in the book? No. 
So okay, see what first of all, okay, first of all, I didn't read the book. I read one blog post about this, <laughs> so I could be wrong. First of all, she's an expert. But I think I think what happens in the, in the book is that he he it ends with him telling her that he can't go to Philadelphia, and that's it. Mm. There is no rec- reconciliation. There is no um, like it's it, it just ends, and that's it. So people people also feel conflicted about that ending. It's so interesting because right before he goes to drive to her, he finishes his college essay, which he's been narrating the whole time. <laughs> and the kind of theme is like, you know, like the the hardship is me. And like, as you said, like, that's not really true. Like a lot of shit happened to him that's not really true. And like, it's hard to be a kid in a certain town where there's like not a lot to do. And so people start drinking. Um, but also like, there is a little bit of a way to read it that alcoholism like beating alcoholism is like you gotta hold yourself accountable and like one huge sin of like alcoholics and like one of the reasons they don't get better is like a lot of people who are alcoholics like just keep thinking they're in the right and like they can handle it and like yeah Mm -hmm. i can drive i can be a party guy like i'm handling it i'm fine i'm functioning and like at least taking the first step of like recognizing that he needs help is a huge deal and then like he kind of goes and goes to philadelphia so like I would say, like, you're not ready. Like, you just took one step toward fixing your problems, maybe. And, like, what you probably need is to be close to your family and, like, repeat high school. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, doesn't, oh, yeah. he didn't Did he graduate. <laughs> yeah. Did you True. see that he opened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you're not going to go to Philadelphia and, like, not have a high school diploma. So, like, I do hope maybe he's just going to go home. But, um, but his narration in the end is, like, maybe it's not too late for me like in regards to his relationship with her and i'm just like yikes like i don't maybe that's on purpose and we're supposed to be like oh no yikes like i wonder if he's gonna be okay even though he just wrote this college essay like does that mean he really learned and like i don't know the answer to that like we don't get any scenes of him like um i don't know refusing a drink oh he does at the graduation Oh, that's true at the graduation. But I mean at, like, a party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, see, I see the ending as hopeful. Um, I see it as, as like, just there's a future for both of them. And I don't know if it's together, but I don't know. Oh, I love this movie. Yeah, people are basically like, if they end up together, that's a shitty ending. And I'm like, that. I don't think that's clear at all. Like, I don't yeah. think you can say that at all. Um, and I think, yeah, I think the the movie does that on purpose and it's ambiguous and nice, but I, I do think like, I don't know if like the point then is to try to capture a very like pivotal point of his life and like a part of being a teen that like is really hard where you're like, you don't want to grow up mm. or if like there is a message about like alcoholism. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's like trying to just give us a snapshot or if you are supposed to gain a little more from that ending and like assume that it's hopeful so i don't i don't know if i think it can be it can be both oh you're not okay well that's fair because i'm like he's not ready he's not ready yeah 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 but it's i think it's great that it's that ambiguous like that's fun um but yeah should we should we wrap up yeah let's do it i feel like um we haven't gotten to watch something nice in a while (laughs) jane is this movie good or bad it's good i agree i think this movie is good and maybe one of like the least bad ones we've watched for the pod 
Absolutely. Um, I do think maybe the main flaw for me is that she could be interpreted as a manic pixie dream girl. Hmm. But again, like, okay. is that just in his eyes? I don't know. But I, but you know, many, many movies do this, especially movies about boys. So like, whatever. Um, do you like this movie? I love it. It's actually one of my favorite movies of all time. I oh, mean, that's, I that's, it's in that. like a top 20. So, but, but yeah, it's up there. I really like this movie. However, I think because I was pretty late to the game and watching it, maybe, I don't think it's one of my top favorite movies of all time. And, like, I think maybe if I had watched it as a teen, I would be more obsessed mm-hmm. with it, though. What type of teen is this for? Okay, exactly what you just said. I think that this movie is the perfect movie to watch when you're 16 and then to watch again 10 years later and to, like, mm. just have one of those moments of being, like, Ooh, I'm 16, and then 10 years later, and being like, "Wow, I like totally got a different different message from this." Um, I do think it's probably going to be most appreciated by older teens and or adults. Yeah, I think like any, honestly, like any college or college, any high school junior or senior should watch it. And like, mm. I would kind of like want them to like think about this movie because there's just like a lot too about being like a teen and being popular and like. Is Amy, like, you know, a pretty girl? Like, is she a rebound-worthy girl? Um, <laughs> and, like, how stupid that is and what Cassidy's like and stuff like that. So maybe any teen boy um, who thinks <laughs> who thinks that they're a fun, charming boy, too, especially that kind of guy. Like, <laughs> not that I... I guess I don't know if people will learn from that, but our producer seems to like it, so... <laughs> yeah, I would love to actually... I would be interested to hear what he said and if he interpreted it, you know, very differently from us. Um, what are you watching these days? That's not this. Okay. Um, I'm still watching Search Party. It's still really good. I watched a few episodes of the, um, I'm, oh my God, I'm, oh, Woody Allen documentary. Mm. And my conclusion on that was kind of like, I already believe that he's a predator. So why am I watching this? <laughs> Um, it's just sort of dark and sad. And I watched Pride and Prejudice because it's Carrie Mulligan's film debut. Wait, which Pride and Prejudice? 2005, the Kara Knightley Wait, one. who is she in it? Is she the sister? Or- she is Kitty. Yeah, she doesn't have a big role. Oh, well, you're a completionist, so you have to. Um, and then I was forced to watch Hail Caesar last night. Did you- and I you didn't, didn't like, like it. it. It's yeah, I like this I like the scene. Have you seen it? No. Okay, there's one scene, it's not a spoiler. There's one scene where Channing Tatum performs like a clearly gay dance and song with a bunch of other sea men and it, that's fun. I that's for me, but otherwise what? That's for me. <laughs> um I finished WandaVision like everyone else. I told Jane this already, but I did not like it. Um you know, you can yell at me. I don't care. I just... <laughs> the the start of the show was way more interesting to me than the end. At the end, it was just like, I could have been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was just another Marvel copaganda fictional property. Um, so I didn't like it, but I love Elizabeth Olsen. Although I did tell Jane this. There's a scene in the finale of WandaVision where they're kind of making her appear like, like a skeleton. Like she's, oh no, is she dying? Is the power being sucked away from her? And all they do is just change her skin color, but leave her, <laughs> leave her cheekbones and face shape the same, 
with the implication that like if she were a skeleton versus if she were alive she'd be the same weight like there's absolutely no fat like um so i just have a lot of thoughts about that um i'm also watching search party and i like it what yeah i've (gasps) uh i've watched three episodes okay um and the other day, Nate and I realized we had never watched A Star is Born, so now we want to watch it. Oh, I've never like, seen it either. years late. <laughs> Maybe just, we should watch it together I kind of want to watch it and, like, get drunk and cry. <laughs> Project it on your wall? Yeah, we could. I would watch it outside. Although it is a, not a musical, but there's a lot of music in the movie. And I feel like I want to watch it where I can turn up the music really loud Mm. and people will yell at us if we do that outside. But we can figure it out. (laughs) I mean, maybe we should just do it anyway. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's what I'm planning to watch. And, you know, that was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. Uh, We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. And please don't forget to rate and leave a review. Share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Okay. See you next time. Under Under the the bleachers. bleachers.